look at me. I got my snazzy new music. You know what I'm saying? I'm not just going to start out talking. You know, let me let me set the mood a little bit with some music, because why not? Um, this is Brittany Geneva. This is my same podcast, but a little bit of a new look, a new feel, new music, new name, because I, you know, I actually put a lot of thought into my previous name for my blog and my podcast. And it does, you know, there's definitely meaning there for me. But at the end of the day, after some consultation and some, you know, just different thinking and reflection, it occurred to me that I should just go back to my name. You know, Brittany Geneva, that's what 90% of people who know me call me anyway. And really, you know, all of my stuff, my blog, my podcast is just about what I think and what I feel and what I'm going through. So it's really about me. So why not have it named after me? So now my blog is just at BrittanyGeneva.com. My podcast, Geneva Says, on iTunes. Um, So, you know, I just, why not? So I am back now with my newly rebranded podcast, but nothing else is different. I mean, it's still just going to be me talking for 20 minutes, but now the name, the intro music, the feel might be a little bit to me up-leveled, a little bit more, um, you know, professional maybe. I don't know. It's, it was never professional anyways. So today my podcast is going to be about, uh, fixing my life. Cause I'm still trying to do that TBD on if I ever get it done. But one of the things that has happened for me this year that I'm super excited about is that I found a therapist that I really love. Like he is getting my life in order. And I just wanted to tell you guys about that because anybody who knows me knows that I've always been a big fan of therapy, a big proponent of people going to a therapist the same way you would go to any doctor, the same way you go to your eye doctor, your dentist, your lady doctor, your man doctor, your whoever you go to once a year to make sure things are acting right. Why not also go to the therapist? But that does need to be more than once a year, I think. But why not make sure your brain and your emotions and your mind is right? So I've always been a big fan of it. But my dirty little secret is that I could never keep a therapist. I could never find a therapist that I actually liked. I've been to 127 different people and I literally never went back to anybody for more than maybe two or three sessions because I just always had an issue. Like either they were not professional. I went to one woman who was eating chicken wings during our session. It's a no for me. Okay. Or they couldn't relate to me, right? Like they couldn't relate to the issues that I was telling them about. And it seemed like I was talking to my mom, you know, I'm like, "Mm, no, mm." (laughs) and they, or it was, they were actually too in demand and it was really, really hard to get on their schedule. I found um, a woman in the earlier part of the year who I really liked. And I actually felt like she was helping me, you know, after just a couple sessions, but it would literally be like, you know, 
when you go to a therapist, it should be like, okay, what is the recurrence of this? Are we going to do this every week, every two weeks? It's going to be Wednesday, Thursday, whatever. She, you could never do that because there was no guarantee that even the week later, that same spot would be available. And it might be like two months. I'm like, what the fuck? Like if you're, if you have that much, you need to stop accepting new clients because how can you really help anybody if you, if they can't come back to you with a regular cadence that is more than two months apart. So that's why I stopped going to her. But um, I just was like having so many issues and I was like, Ugh. I, I pretty much was about to give up on it, but I was, you know, really, really feeling like I needed to, you know, have a professional that can help me work through some stuff. So I tried one more time. I went back to someone who, or back to a practice that I had reached out to last year and I can't even remember why, but the emails just stopped. I think it was my fault. Like I just stopped responding. Um, so I went back to them and I was like, hi, me again. Do you have anybody? And actually they had someone who was somewhat new to the practice and put me on his rotation. And it has been like such a lifesaver. Like he's just so great. And I think the biggest, of course, he's a gay man. I should have known that that was going to be like where I found, you know, my true help because (laughs) obviously we have a connection. But um, I think the biggest difference between him and any of the other people that I tried is that he's young. Like all of, I kept really being focused on wanting a black woman, but all the black women that I could find were like 40 plus. And that's no shade to 40 plus black women, but you can't really relate to my struggles, you know? So he um, is the exact same age as me. Like I, we talked about it last week. I think he's literally like two months older than me or something. And so he's, you know, he lives in DC. He's very like, he is somebody who I think we would be friends, you know, like if we just had met randomly. And I think that is why it works out because when I tell him stuff, he immediately understands. Yep. Seen it. Yep. My homegirl does the exact same thing you do. Yeah. You know, like, it's not this, oh, explain that to me. It's like, yes, I immediately get it because this is my life and you're just like my friends, you know? So it's been really good. I've been, I was, I was about to say going to him, but actually we've only ever done telehealth because it started in March. So it was after everything closed down. Um, so I have been seeing him virtually every week since like the third week of March And it's been really awesome because one of the biggest things it showed me is that things in my life that I thought were unrelated actually all connect together. And I know that sounds really like, duh, what do you mean, Brittany? But I would sort of be like, well, this area over here with dating, I'm having issues there. And then this area over here with work, I'm having issues there. And I just felt like those were two separate issues to be worked out. But we have realized that the same, I guess, problems are underlying both. And which is why both of those areas of my life tend to be the struggliest because I, you know, I have actually a common thread that ties those things together. Um, so, and, you know, to be, to be a little bit um, transparent, I will talk 
a little bit about um, a little bit about what we have uncovered and a little bit about what has been revealed. But, you know, I think anybody who knows me probably wouldn't be too surprised to hear any of these things. But one of the biggest, um, well, I'll say that the sort of the headline is that while I am a confident person and while I certainly have like high self-esteem, there are still area, a lot of areas of self-doubt in my life and, you know, just areas of insecurity. So what this has sort of revealed to me is that underneath it all, there are areas where I'm still very like, I'm not sure I can do that. I'm not sure I'm good enough for that. I'm not sure I can succeed in that. Right. And so because of those areas of insecurity, the way that I make up for that is seeking validation. So there are certain areas and certain places and certain things where I need people to tell me I'm good at this or I'm good enough for this or yes, this is something that I'm capable of. It's like I I don't believe it on my own or I'm not sure about it on my own. I need somebody to tell me and to like, so that I can make sure. So that is sort of, you know, and I won't get into all the like nitty gritty details of like how that pops up, but it pops up the most (laughs) when it comes to dating and when it comes to work and just like, um, you know, different goals that I have outside of my job that I've been very hesitant or slow to um, really pursue because turns out huh, I'm afraid I'm going to fail. <laughs> Shock. So I, you know, there's this fear of failure. There's a self doubt. There's this sort of need for validation that has all been playing together and sort of fucking me up in a lot of different ways. Um, so it's been really good to uncover this with him because it has definitely, you know, like it's kind of like the movies, like there are specific um, sessions that we've had where I'm like, oh shit, like this was a legit ass like breakthrough. Like I really feel like, like my life is changing right now. And the most frustrating thing is that because of COVID, I can't even really go out and like test it. You know, like I feel different. I feel like I'm better. I feel like we're making such good progress in these areas, but then I can't sort of go like test the hypothesis and like be out and like meet somebody new and like see if I'm acting different in this, you know, interaction or like other areas where it's like, I need to be able to be living like my regular life to know if I actually have changed or turned over a new leaf. So that's been like the really most frustrating part is that I am like, not able to actually put any of this into practice the way that I would normally. But I think because of COVID, that's why I've been able to really like spend so much time and like dig in. So it's sort of a, you know, double-edged sword. But I think, um, I still think it's been really helpful. I'm really glad that I didn't give up because I really was feeling like, fuck it. I guess there are no more available black therapists that are good. You know, like if they are, their schedule's too busy. 
Uh, so I'm really glad that I found one and we're making progress. And maybe one day, you know, in 2022, I can actually test it out and see if I'm a better person. Um, but, you know, I just want to encourage anybody that if you have been just having any issues, like it doesn't even have to be something quote unquote, like super serious, like any, just anything that you wish you could talk to somebody about and they could give you some good advice. Like you should, you should definitely have a therapist because it's one thing to talk to your friends. Your friends don't know shit, guys. None of us know anything. Like we're all just the blind leading the blind. So we really need to have professionals who can look at this from a more clinical perspective and help to connect the dots and give you strategies and activities. Like one of the biggest things that, and this goes back to, unfortunately, I haven't been able to like test things out. One of the biggest things that we arrived at pretty early is that I, one of the ways that I can fight my fear of failure is simply to take more risks, you know, which again, seems pretty intuitive, but I did need the therapist to tell me. Um, and taking more risks means doing things I wouldn't normally do. So whatever would be my normal course of action, do the opposite and just see how that turns out. But I, I haven't really had a chance to put that into practice because what, you know, what am I doing other than getting up and walking to my home office, you know? So I'm trying to figure out how to implement that, but really I don't think I'm going to be able to implement it until I'm back like in the streets. Um, but that's like one example of how if you have a therapist, they could actually give you some legit practical things you can implement to see, you know, to figure out how to address whatever it is, is happening. So that's one of the very like practical areas that I will be working on, you know? So get, get a professional because talking to your friends is bullshit. Like nobody can help anybody. We all are fucked up. So I think you should have somebody who doesn't know you, who has a background in being able to recognize what certain things mean and who can give you practical tips for how to actually turn things around for yourself. And even if you feel like, oh, nothing is wrong, everything's cool, why not just talk to somebody just to see, you know, a lot like my therapist is, um, covered by my insurance. So I just have to pay, I think it's $25, um, for the copay every time we meet. So, you know, that's a hundred dollars a month. If we meet weekly, I mean, that's really not that bad. You spend a hundred dollars a month on, on way less valuable stuff than someone helping you get your life together. So I think, it's a worthwhile investment. You can find good people with your insurance. You really don't have anything to lose. Like, I, I don't really know why anybody wouldn't do therapy. And I'm always confused as to why, as to why anybody would, would fight it. I just don't see a downside other than the time it may take to find a good one, or at least, you know, one that's good for you. Um, but otherwise, like, why not? I mean, really, why not? So do it. Ask me. If you have any questions, I'd be happy to tell you more about my experience. Um, I'd be happy to 
uh, send you the information for my guy. His name is Walter Stamp. He is great. You can Google him. Um, and there are other people within that same practice, all black therapists, um, all relatively young. So I think, you know, there are other people who are also good, who like work in that same office or whatever. So I can definitely send you guys that information. I'm not saying it now because I can't remember, honestly, <laughs> but follow up with me and I'll definitely uh, find the information. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, I think why not is going to be the moral of the story. Why not get you a therapist and fix your life? We're all fucked up. Coronavirus is making it even worse. So talk to somebody who's a professional. Okay. <laughs> this is Brittany Geneva, my new podcast, Geneva Says, new in name only. Everything else is the exact same. Um, and thank you guys so much for listening. I'm on social media, Brittany underscore Geneva on all of the tings. Um, and that's it. I'll talk to you guys soon.